بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد ما brothers and sisters one of the <coughs> one of the things that happens to us uh, by us I mean those who uh, become obedient to Allah سبحانه وتعالى جل جلاله and start following Islam is that we become very hard. We become hard, we become harsh, uh, we become very judgmental and we become very self-righteous. We forget our own past and we forget how we used to do what we used to do and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guided us, alhamdulillah. I remind myself and you to if you fit this description which I have mentioned, and may Allah protect us, uh, all of us, if not if not all of us, then most of us fit this description to some extent or the other, then we should make tawbah. We should make istighfar. We should seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's uh, forgiveness. And we should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to uh, not to throw us back where we were, the cesspit from which he rescued us. I remind myself anew that uh, as they say every saint has a past and every sinner or every scoundrel has a future. Uh, if you think of yourself as a saint then forget about it. Stop thinking of yourself as a saint. Think of yourself as somebody who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for, for reason that you cannot and I cannot understand only and only because he is merciful decided to save from the hellfire. If Allah had not done that, you and I were firewood. We were material for the uh, for the hellfire. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about the hellfire, Qudu an-nas wal-hijara. The uh, firewood of hellfire is the fuel of hellfire is human beings and stones. We ask Allah to save us from that. I remind myself anew, that the, the, the nature, the key uh, distinguisher, the definer of Islam is mercy. Because we believe in and we worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu who is al-ghafoorul rahim who is, who introduced himself in the Quran as ar-rahmanul rahim he did not introduce himself as Al-Jabbar, Al-Qahar, Al-Muntaqim. All of that, all of those attributes are also the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I do not deny the anger of Allah. I do not deny the punishment of Allah. I do not deny Jahannam. I do not deny that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can and will punish those he wants. But I focus on what he, Jalla Jalaluhu, himself chose to define himself by and introduce himself by. And what did he pick? Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Al-Ghafurur Rahim. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala picked. We follow the one about whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ We have not sent you, O Muhammad sallallahu as anything other than mercy for the all of creation, for the alami, not only for rahmatul lil muslimin, not only rahmatul lil nas, 
not only rahmah and mercy for Muslims, not only rahmah and mercy for human beings, but rahmat and mercy for al-alamin, for the whole of creation, all that we do, all that we know, and all that we don't know. This is Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, Jalla Jalla, and this is Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and this and this is the religion that that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam brought, which we claim to follow. How then should be our attitude towards others? Should it be self-righteous? Should it be judgmental? Should it be? Should we be walking, talking, uh, kufr and 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 uh, takfir pronouncers? Takfir cowboys who are shooting kufr from their hips. Think about Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Rasulullah Sallallahu in the in his Makkan period, thirteen years. The people who opposed him. And they opposed him. They they harmed him. They caused him physical pain. They caused him emotional suffering. They caused him loss. <coughs> it is decreed, of course, life and death is decreed by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. But thanks to the embargoes and thanks to the oppression of the Quraysh of Makkah, who were the relatives of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Rasulullah Sallallahu lost his most beloved person on the face on, on in this life. Which was Khadija al Kubra Anha. She died in the uh, in that blockade that uh, the Quraysh imposed. Abu Talib died in that blockade. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam loved that, loved his uncle, and his uncle loved him. Yet, if you read the whole of the Sirah, if you read the whole of the Sirah, find me one one instance where Rasulullah Sallallahu called. Abu Lahab or Abu Jahl or Abu, Ta- or Abu Talib or uh, Abu Sufyan or any of the uh, leaders of the Quraysh who at that time, out of all the, all the ones I named, the only one who accepted Islam was Abu, was Abu Sufyan. But all the others at that time in that period of uh, 13 years in Makkah, they were all of them were kuffar, they were mushrikeen, they were people who... Uh, grievously harmed Rasulullah and if they had had their way and if, and if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had allowed them to do what they wanted to do, they would have killed him. But not once did Nabi sallallahu say, these are kuffar and these are jahannami and they will go into the hellfire. Not once. Yes, later on, at one point, Rasulullah said that Abu Jahl was the Firaun of this ummah. And this was in answer to somebody at some point after the, the battle of Badr in which Abu Jahl was killed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed Surah Al-Masad about uh, Abu Lahab and his wife. But Rasulullah did not say that they are from the people of Jahannam and so on and so forth. Rasulullah only uh, recited the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In Madina, the greatest enemy of Rasulullah Ubay bin Salul. Not only did Rasulullah not call him a kafir and a, and, and a munafiq, both of which he was, Nabi never called him that. And not only that, when he died, when his son Abdullah bin Abdullah bin Ubay bin Salul came to Nabi he said, Ya Rasulullah, I know what my father has done. 
I am very, very fearful that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will punish my father. I request you, I beg you, please give your, give your cloak, give your shirt for me to bury my father in as his coffin. What has more barakah? What is a bigger tabarruk than the shirt of Rasulullah which has come into contact with his body, which has his beautiful perfumed sweat in it, what can be a bigger barakah than that? Rasulullah gave it. Ubay bin Salul was buried in that. Rasulullah went and he did the janaza. Salatul janaza is dua maghfira. Rasulullah went and did the salatul janaza of Ubay bin Salul. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed Quran on this. After he finished, Umar ibn al-Khattab tried to stop him. He didn't stop. He said, I will ask Allah to forgive him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed Quran and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's wisdom Allah knows. Alhamdulillah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed Quran and said, even if you ask forgiveness for this man and people like him, the munafiqun, 70 times Allah will not forgive them. Rasulullah said, if I knew that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive if I ask 71 times, I would have asked 71 times. What does all this teach us? All this teaches us not whether somebody is a kafir or not a kafir, not if somebody is a mushrik or not a mushrik. It teaches us our role as the people who make ittiba of Rasulullah our role as those who follow Rasulullah and the religion that he brought. What is that role? That role is to forgive others. That role is to seek forgiveness for others. That role is to seek forgiveness and make dua for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive others. That role is to continue to try to give da'wah and continue to engage with and guide those who are misguided. If you feel in, that it is not possible for you or you do not have enough knowledge to do that or you feel that you might be yourself in danger of getting misguided if you, if you are in contact with such people, I respect that. I think that's a good idea. Do not be in contact with them. But continue to make dua for them. And never, 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 ever make statements to say that so-and-so is a kafir, so-and-so is a, is a jahannami. Because we know the hadith of Rasulullah Rasulullah said there were two people. One was two friends. One was a pious guy. The other one was a sinner. He would do commit all kinds of sins. This pious man would keep on telling this, this sinner not to, not to sin and to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Until one day this sinner guy got upset and he told this pious guy, he said, you know, leave me alone. I have, I have I've had enough of your uh, preaching. Leave me alone. I'm not interested in you. The pious guy got angry and he said, Wallahi, by Allah, Allah will never forgive you. Nabi Sallallahu said, on the day of judgment, they are both produced before Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala said to the pious guy, you take an oath by me, you say, by me, Wallahi, I will not forgive so and so. You want to tell me and you want to order me and you want to rule over me about what I will do and what I will not do. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, I will forgive him, and forgive him and give him Jannah and I will put you in Jahannam. 
we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's protection from arrogance, from kibr, which comes in many forms. And as I've said many times, the biggest trap for religious people, especially the newly religious people who just discovered that they are Muslims, is kibr. Shaitan makes us self-righteous. Shaitan makes us overly, superly critical. Shaitan makes us harsh and hard. I seek protection from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for myself, for all this. I make istighfar. I ask Allah to save me. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to put forgiveness for me in the hearts of anybody who I may have hurt by being self-righteous, by being judgmental, by saying something which in a harsh way, even though I may have meant it, and I know I meant it in a good way, but that was not the best way to say it. I seek Allah's forgiveness and I seek the forgiveness of all those people who I may have dealt with in this manner. And please forgive me. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive me. And I ask you to forgive me. And I ask Allah to put forgiveness in your heart for me. And I request you to make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive me. Rabbana faqfir lana dhunubana wa kaffir lana sayyatina wa tawaffana ma'al abrar. Rabbana zalamna anfusana wa illam taqfir lana wa tarhamna lana kunna min qasirin. And any of you who have been doing this kind of stuff, who have been pronouncing takfir, who have been saying this one is a kafir, that one is a kafir, please make istighfar. Make istighfar and tawbah because we do not know who is a kafir and who is a, who is a mu'min because we don't know what is in people's hearts. Rasulullah said in the famous hadith in, in, in Musnad Imam Ahmad, he said when one Muslim calls another Muslim a kafir, one of them is definitely a kafir. As far as we are concerned, who is a Muslim? Rasulullah gave us the definition. He said, the one who said, La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah, who faces the Kaaba and prays, and who eats what we slaughter. Beyond this, we don't care. It is not our job. Allah did not send us as judges over anybody else. Let us look at ourselves. Let us focus on ourselves. Let us try to ensure that we go into Jannah. Believe me, it will make no difference to us if we go to Jahannam and the whole world goes to Jannah. And vice versa. Let us not fall into that trap. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.